Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan Cast live show. Max, how you doing, man? Doing very well, Juan. How was your birthday? The people want to know. I mean, you saw me at the tail end of it. I was happy, bro. Cheese loss. Uh, it's It feels so good, bro, to have football on your birthday. I'm not used to that at all. Like, I get the Pro Bowl. Like, yeah, uh, my birthday's in July, asshole. So I don't get any. Sport. <laughs> I mean, you have basketball. No, though. not July thirty first. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> oh, I mean, during the uh, during the pandemic, yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah, cool. during the pandemic. There we go. I mean, what else you got? You got soccer. You got Thanks. a little tennis. You're a tennis guy. I like tennis. Yeah, but it's a little bit before. Kind of sucks. Baseball. Got, um, baseball. Yeah, baseball's cool. Harry Potter thirty first. Happy birthday, right. HP. I was hoping I was hoping that I got to see the Raiders and on my birthday, you know, if they would have won, but unfortunately that didn't happen. I mean, it's all good. We we lost to the Super Bowl uh participant, all right? Potential winner. So it ain't nothing ain't nothing to be ashamed about. I mean, we didn't lose to a team that got thrashed by the Rams, you know, unlike some teams. Yo. Are you talking about the Bucks? <laughs> that's a good place to start, I'm, I think. That was I'm like talking really about segment. the Eagles, but I mean oh, that's hey, a good fault, place. To, that's my a fault. good place to start too. I mean, we can finally talk about it. Tom Brady. Tom Brady winded up retiring. I'm so glad I didn't jump the gun, post anything about it when I seen the initial stuff on him. On what was that Sunday, right? Was it Sunday? Think, didn't you post the report, but you weren't like it's done. But you're like, this no, is crazy. I I didn't post didn't... anything. I didn't oh, post then good, very thing. good. Yeah, I mean, I saw it. You know, I seen Shefty. I seen Shefty re- reported. I was like, oh, it might be real. But in deep down inside of me, bro, I don't know if it was your devil talking to me, but I was like, dude, fuck Brady. I was like, I don't know. I'm not ready to. Praise Brady, like everyone, everyone nonstop. Brady, the GOAT, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I acknowledge him as the GOAT, but I wasn't ready to, like, give him his flowers yet. Like, I kind of wasn't done hating on him. How did you feel? It was so weird. For, like, two hours, I was like, "Eh, that's really going to be really weird, no Tom Brady. And then immediately, it's just like, oh, he's not. You know, his dad came out and said it. He's not retiring. And I think what happened was his moment kind of got stolen because it got leaked from him. And it really should be Tom Brady's news to break. No one else should break it. And it was kind of weird. And it's also a little weird because we think about guys like, let's just take Brett Favre, who might be a bad example, might be a good example. How many times did he retire one? How many times were we like, damn, Brett Favre, that's your, you like Brett Favre. That was one of your favorite quarterbacks. Yeah. And he comes out of it. So like, is it officially done in your mind for Brady? No, not really. Even though like he's came out with the statement on Instagram and all that, and I see him throwing balls on his yacht, I don't think it's done. Uh, I don't think it's out of the ordinary that he wouldn't come out of retirement. The only thing that I will push back on is you you kind of don't see him as the Brett Favre type. Like once he's done, he's done. Yeah. But goddamn, like you got to think the talent that he still holds. The teams that are out there. He said stuff, one, two, where it's like, I still like playing the game. Like, I still enjoy it. So, I mean, maybe he didn't enjoy the last three weeks getting his head knocked in by teams who couldn't, like, who just had good pass rushes. But, like, say next year when the Niners suck or something, and then they call him, and he's like, yeah. Why do the Niners have to – why does he have to wait for the Niners to suck? I mean, join them this year. Or yeah, this Fuck year, it. but I'm saying I'm just saying, like, <laughs> say like they need a quarterback, they reach out. What I think it'll be official if he signs a one day contract with the Patriots. I mean, that's right. That's it. The one day's yeah. de- done deal. But I mean, look, Brady's the fucking GOAT, bro. I mean, he's the best quarterback of all time, in my opinion. Uh he's did you read most- the post he made? What do you say? I I kind of read some of it. Did I just you notice know he didn't, how he he didn't talk about the Patriots one time. Yeah, why why should he? I don't know. He played there for 21, 20 years. I mean, didn't he already say his goodbyes when he did it the first time? 
Yeah, I just think it's kind of. I think it's a little weird not to just be like, thanks to the Patriots, thanks to Belichick, Bob. I don't think it's weird at all. I mean, he it's has spite towards the fucking Patriots. Like, you just think there's some spite? Yes, there's. You don't think spite. Bob Kraft is just calling him, trying to suck his toes, talking about, "Oh, you're the be- you look so handsome, Tom." I don't think it's Bob Kraft that he has a. It's has a that Belichick he said he's the goat today. I mean, yeah, Belichick can say all he wants, but Brady will always feel that way, and. Maybe I mean looking at it from the other end, maybe he does sign that ten day contract and or what do you mean one day, one day contract. <laughs> maybe coming to the league <laughs> ten day contract, but uh, maybe he has a press conference and he talks all about the fucking stupid New England Patriots. I sound like a hater, bro. And usually you're the That's hater awesome. on Tom Brady, but <laughs> me? Oh yeah, sorry, you're only a top three quarterback this year. My fault, bro. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> I mean, the guy just threw for what? What was it? Forty-five touchdowns. Yeah, he had a hell of a year. A hell of a year. <laughs> like this is this is the best a quarterback's gone out who had like with his pedigree. It's not like oh, Mahomes retired at twenty-eight. It's like bro, what would Peyton Manning look like the last year? What did yeah. Brett Favre look like the last year? Yeah. It's just like most people don't get out like that. Uh, what's you know? going that on? Most Boda? people don't go out looking good. Yeah. But Tom Brady's done. Uh, I still think he can come back. I just wanted I want to ask you this. I want I want two things. First, I want to ask you what's your favorite Brady moment? And it can be good or bad. Fuck it. Why don't we get both? Get both. Like one that negative negatively affects him and one that's positive. So him. like one moment we hate him for and one moment we we're like, wow, like that was amazing. No, I'm talking about like what? a moment, a moment that you were happy on what happened to him, like in your instance, the well, that, Super that, Bowl. That time uh, <laughs> Bernard Pollard came with his helmet flying into. Oh the my league. god! I, I know. I'm done. No, no. The worst <laughs> moment for me is when he beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl, or excuse me, the Patriots did. But he played really good. It just that hurt as a kid. I was like 13. I was just like, damn, man. We, like we lost. Like T.O. was playing the, on a broken the Brady leg. Hatred started. Uh, yeah, probably. That sounds about right. Um, I think the best one, and I don't want to take it. I just like twenty eight to three, bro. It's great. I was watching with Isaiah. Oh my god, bro! I was like, look at your fucking boy, Isaiah. Look at it. And then surely, but like show slowly but surely, they came back. And that to me is what Tom Brady is. Like, if you had to show one game, it's the Super Bowl where he, he willed his team back. Yeah, like even then, the he might not have been the best quarterback in the league, but he gives teams like the best chance to win sometimes because he's got that aura about him. Like he's been the best. Like you know, Charles Barkley says Chris Paul is the best leader in the NBA. Yeah. Tom Brady was the best leader at quarterback in the NFL for the last ten years. Yeah. Um, look, I'm not even saying this because I don't want to copy you. Like, yeah, the twenty-eight to three, amazing. It was one of the craziest things I saw. But as far as a Brady game that I just remember and that was incredible to me. I mean, it was against Seattle, that comeback. Yeah. Like, the surgicalness that he had against Seattle. And Seattle, I mean, come on, that's LOB. That's and peak of the powers, I'll, too. Yeah, peak of the powers, man. Like, he fucking went to work. And, yeah, you can say, ah, that's the Malcolm Butler one. Like, fuck him, but... On what he did on his end, on just that little mini comeback that he had, he was playing out of his fucking mind. If if Marshawn Lynch ran it in, they and the Seattle won the game. Tom Brady still played an amazing football game. Yeah, it's like that's that's what it means to me. Like honestly, like maybe if we like maybe we can spend like two more minutes. Just we'll just say something. Like I remember so many times wanting the Colts, and I know you wanted the Colts too, and just being so disappointed that Peyton Manning couldn't get past this fucking guy. Yeah. And it's Look, just like that, that was that crazy. was going to be that was going to be my moment that, you know, it was it was negative for him. But it's one of my best memories is the Colts beating them in the AFC championship to move on to the Super Bowl as I was so fucking happy. I was so happy for the for Peyton Manning, for the Colts, like the comeback was unreal by them. I feel like those games were Super Bowls in themselves, how we talked about yeah. like. Damn, the Bills and um, the Bills and Chiefs were like, oh, that was the AFC Championship game, but it wasn't. You know, it is just like right. that. W- the level of play was so great by both teams. And I mean, let's not forget this one: six, seventeen and zero. 
18 and 0 Patriots. That one was crazy, man. I remember the last week of the season two against, or like the second to last week against the Giants. No, last last game of the season to go 17 and 0. Yeah, it was against the Giants because that's the NFL wasn't doing divisional games the last week, right? Yeah. Back then. Yeah. Yeah. I was and I just 16 remember, and 0. Excuse me. Yeah. I remember watching like in a hotel lobby and I was like the fourth quarter and I was like, oh my God, dude. And when he threw that pass to Randy Moss. It was incredible. Like down the sideline to go 17-0. I think so many people forget how good of a thrower of the football he is. Like no one talks about him because he doesn't have a rocket for an arm, but he's got a really good arm. And it just was stood the test of time. Like, bro, remember how Peyton Manning threw at the end of the year, at the end of his career? Yeah. Boy, had the the boy was Breeze on steroids, bro. It was noodle arm. Noodle arm Breeze. Noodle arm Breeze. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like, just look at Brown Brady's like seven years older, and he just had that motion, had the arm, worked at his craft, and he got better with age. Like, no, he had the best career that any quarterback could ever have. No one will ever touch it. Yeah, no one's ever going to touch the accolades as far as like winning side. Seven Super Bowls. It's like, like, it's not, it's like, it's honestly unfair to compare any quarterback to him to that, to that aspect of like winning because it's, the dude never had a uh, losing season. Like, that's unreal. And shout out to him. Uh, I still hate, I, I like, Brady, I still hate you. I still yeah, hate him. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I've, I've always grew up a fucking uh, Tom Brady hater. More towards the end, as him as a buck, I warmed up to him. But I still hate him, dude. That's I how you guys know one soft. I Well, look. <laughs> The first time I rooted for Tom Brady, the first time I rooted was last year in the Super Bowl. I was rooting for Tom Brady. That's what it came down to. But it, I mean, it's Raider, it's Raider love before fucking Bucks love, right? Do you remember so, in Madden like twenty five? How Ray Lewis would come back every other year out of retirement? <laughs> they're gonna do you think do Tom Brady Madden? has a chance to be that guy? Like, yeah, dude. I, like, I don't <laughs> be. I hope he does come back. I really do. He, I think he has so much football left because it's not, it's not a football decision. It's, it's obviously a family yeah, decision. Yeah, no doubt. You don't go out playing this good usually. Yeah, like he can still play, and honestly, people need to be counting their blessings as far as like, uh, the NFC West because I think the most easiest path right now go on the Niners, win a Super Bowl with the Niners. Jimmy G's gone. They're trying to trade him currently. Yeah, Shocker. and it wouldn't be crazy for Trey Lance to sit another year. Like, you're sitting behind Tom Brady. <laughs> you know I mean? Only Joey would have a problem with that. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, let's stick on some football stuff. We're going to get into the basketball stuff pretty soon. Brian Flores. told Max I wanted to talk about this. Uh, so, Brian Flores suing the NFL. Um bunch of shit came out man if you guys didn't hear i'll give you a little mini rundown so basically uh if you guys don't know the rooney rule is a rule administrated by the nfl that you have to interview for a head coach and coordinators now um you have to interview a minority head coach so it can be black can be mexican whatever the case is and this was implemented because the majority of head coaches in the NFL, let's just be real, are white. And that is very alarming when almost 80% of the NFL is black. And they just, minorities have just never gotten a fair shake. And Brian Flores has came out and said this past couple of weeks with all the head coaches openings, there's been a time where he has done an interview and the job has already been filled and all they're doing is just doing the Rooney rule, doing their due diligence as they like to say, but it's bullshit. Like they interview him and I, I can only imagine how shitty that must feel to go through a job interview and you already know the positions filled like just put that in perspective. Take football out of it. Like, how shitty does that have to feel? That well, the job is already happens filled? with a 
bunch of people too. It's not even just Brian Flores. Just in general, that's effed up to do to anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like imagine one we were like I was hiring someone to be the you, and you were like, "Oh wow, you had a great interview, but I already picked somebody." You just imagine how you yeah. feel, right? No, it's just a shitty practice. And I can I read a little like excerpt I looked up on the yeah. uh, Rooney Rule that I wanted to tell you. So you know, it was created in 2002 after the firings of head coaches Tony Dungy and Dennis Green. At the time, Dungy had a winning record and Green had his first losing season in 10 years. Shortly, U.S. civil attorneys Johnny Cochran, you know who that is? Yes. And Cyrus. The guy uh, on the OJ case, right? Yeah, exactly. Released a study showing that black head coaches, despite winning a higher percentage of games, were less likely to be hired and more likely to be fired than their white counterparts. Kellen Winslow, John Wooden put together a group that advocated for the rules creation. This has happened in 2003. So it's not that old of a rule. It's only been around 15 yeah. years, which is crazy. But I think it's at a point where we need to either get rid of it, adapt it, update it, yeah. because I feel like teams have been skirting this rule for a while. And to me, like, this is how I think, right? And maybe we all think differently. I don't give a fuck if you're white, black, pink, green, yellow, blue, whatever. Woman, female, man, woman, whatever you are. Yeah. I don't care. If you're the best person for the job, you get it. That's how I think. And I realize people don't think like that. So sometimes shit like this has to be in like places of business. And, yeah. And look, Max, like this is the meat and potatoes of it. But he, there's a lot of other stuff that's going on that's going uh, with Brian Flores with this whole suey. Like he's suing the NFL because I forgot to mention that he is suing them. And there was another report that came out. The team that he was on, the Miami Dolphins before this. The owner was offering him a hundred k for every game he lost in the regular season. If you guys didn't know, the Dolphins were "quote unquote" tanking for Tua. This was his first year there. Yeah, this first year there, so they wanted a high draft pick, and Brian Flores refused. He didn't want to lose a game. And I, f- I fucking respect the hell out of Brian Flores, man. It's gonna suck if people like out like basically just ban them from the nfl yeah. because look let, let's be real the meat and potato the, the the reason why i started with the rooney rule is because that's what the main that's what the main problem is is that a lot of people don't understand that all these owners for these nfl teams the majority of them dude are old white men who are racist let's just be real a lot of them are yeah, some of them are are you know cool. Maybe, maybe not racist one, but maybe just so archaic in their beliefs too. They just come from a different level of thinking than the rest of us, and I they mean, haven't really racist. got with the time. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to put anyone in that box. Me personally, but I agree. There's some that like they've said some really questionable things. Like to me, Stephen Ross is probably one of those fucking guys. Uh, and it the guy who surprised me. The Texans, the inmates running yeah. the asylum, right after they were talking about Kaepernick. That's a really key. That's a really weird phrase to use. Yeah. Like mm, Donald one. Sterling type of <laughs> racism. Yeah, big no, Don it really Sterling. Is. No, no I agree with you. I'm not la- I'm not laughing. I'm just uh, laughing that the name brought up. But yeah, he's 100% a racist. Yeah, and the only difference is, is that Don- Donald Sterling got caught wow. up with it. Yeah. yeah, that's the only difference. Like <laughs> some of these owners, they don't even consider a black coach. It's just like yeah, I'm not. I'm not hiring one. And it's, dude. It's, Hugh it's Jackson honestly... came out once that he has proof that they wanted him to lose games too. Yeah, and I don't. I don't necessarily know if that has to do with them being African American or them just being shitty teams and this this organizational belief of like tanking has seeped into the NFL from the NBA. I've ne- me and you've never been the proponents of let's just tank. We saw the Eagles do it last year with Doug Peterson, last game of the year. They tanked. We don't like it, but it's just tough, man. And I have to commend Brian Flores. If this is true, and I'm leaning towards the side, Brian Flores has a very key point or a very like, you know, his accusations are right. He's putting it on the line. And I don't, I wouldn't put it on the line if it was, if it was false, would you? If you knew something you love to do, no, something, and that's what it takes 20, 20 years of your life. And you're laying it on the line because this guy maybe tried to like maybe it was racist. No, I think he definitely has a point. And I think the NFL as a whole needs to look at itself in the mirror. And 
Look, I understand if Brian Flores didn't get hired because all, all the teams now want to just hire the offensive guru, right, who's sexy. So how the hell hasn't Eric Bieniemy got a job, Juan? Exactly. Brian Leftwich is he hired yet? No. Yeah. It just doesn't seem it just doesn't and, seem possible. We only have two black coaches in football, or only one, right? Who's the only one? Mike Tomlin, right? I think. Yeah, Mike Tomlin. That's it. It just doesn't make sense. And I mean, dude, if you're not hiring black coaches solely on your skin, I hope your team loses. I hope because some like people, some of the best people in football are minorities. So I shouldn't just say yeah. black. I mean, just minorities in general. Some of the best coaches in football are from there. It's like you can be a great coach and you'd be anything. So the fact that you would not hire someone based on their skin, are you fucking stupid? Yeah. What makes them less than you? Nothing. So you're just stupid. And you're. And look, that's the way Go the ahead. NFL is. That, I mean, that's the way the NFL is. Somebody, somebody the other day, I forgot who it was. They're asking me, like, what's the process of getting into the NFL? And I said... To be honest, it's really like it is kind of like a racist thing because some of the families that are already inherited into the NFL are white families. The McDaniels, the Shanahan's, you know, Bill Belichick's going to be one like the fact that you don't hear anything about black coaches in like these circles. Like, usually they have to get it out of the mud, bro. Like, usually they have rough starts. They got to they gotta go above and beyond to get their start in the NFL. It seems in the NFL one, nepotism is very key. Yeah. So, and it's unfortunate, but that's just, I guess, the nature of it, in a sense. Yeah. And it's not right. It's just what it is. Like, how many times, like, did C.J. Beathard get drafted because his dad, Bobby Beathard, or granddad? I mean, dude sucked. He got drafted in the fourth round, and then people were saying it's because of this, and maybe they're right. I don't know. It seems to be like if you know somebody in the NFL, you got an in, but it's just tough, and it's just very interested to see where this takes us, one because it's not just him. He's the rep, like he's the lead guy in the class action lawsuit. It's not just him. So there's a lot of people suing it. There's always these little pieces of it that we don't really. And it's much not about. just one. It's not just one scenario. Another scenario he brought up. He got interviewed by the Broncos, John Elway, to be specific of course donkey organization pulling this <laughs> off i mean look i'm just gonna look i'm proud of my organization i know mark davis can can probably be you know not the best but the raiders have always been trailblazers bro of getting minorities first black head coach first black quarterback first minority quarterback in general like it's on and on but, but when you say that that goes from al davis yeah, that's Al done with him. Yeah, it's way more from Al Davis than Mark. Mark is kind of stupid in a sense, where like last year he felt like he didn't have to go by the Rooney rule because the Raiders are like Trailblazers. Like, no, bro, you're still involved in that. So it's more Kadam, like you know, Al Davis more than Mark Davis. But uh the Broncos, they were late to Brian Flores' interview. They were already taking it as a joke, chuckling during the interview, and just being totally unprofessional. Like, that's just unacceptable, dude, that teams do that. It's fucked up, man. And something needs to change, and I hope I hope Brian Flores comes out of this a winner and he can still coach. But this is what it takes to make change, bro. Like, someone has to be the sacrifice. Somebody has to have the balls to loot, put their job on the line and take a hit, bro. Take a hit for the team because it's never going to get done, you know. And shout out to Brian Flores, man. Much respect. He's fighting He's fighting a losing battle in every sense, and let's just hope some good can come out of this. No. He's, fighting a, he's fighting 32 beyond rich owners. Right. So much crap. It's just like. Like honestly, one like real quick, what like what does winning look like for Brian Flores? Hopefully, in getting some type of change in the NFL. That's what I'm saying. Like, like the Rooney it, Rule doesn't help. Like I just feel like the Rooney Rule is so stupid. It's it meant. Doesn't I help. understand. Like it's a. It's like it means well, but at some point, yeah. like you gotta like it doesn't really work because it's like yeah. Okay, we have to bring in this guy you to interview it. just to meet it, the quota. 
it's like what I told you when when we when we we're talking about this in private. Like you got to kill it from the head down. And where does it start, Max? The owners, Say, like you said. Yeah, Roger Goodell, Jerry Jones. And I'm not saying yeah. any of those guys. I am not saying every owner's racist, not saying Roger Goodell's racist, but I think there's some level of archaic thinking and it baffles me we have one black head coach because there's so many black ex-players in the league or minority players, I should say, excuse me again. But it's just it's sad it came to this. Brian Flores should have a job somewhere as a head coach. I don't believe I, I don't know if he got fired in Miami because of the racist owner or because he's not he's not taking shit from nobody and he's forced upon a quarterback he hates. He just sounds like again the Dolphins are a shit organization and don't deserve to win because they fired him. Yeah. yeah. It's fucked up, man. But uh let's go ahead and transition into some better stuff, man. NBA, who's honestly a lot a lot more progressive in that aspect than the NFL. I'll give it to him in that. Um, We wanted to go over some of the narratives in the beginning of the season from us or the media or just some just overall predictions of what what has happened so far midseason. Were we right? Were we wrong? Like no one called the Cavs. Um, both of uh, our was, under locks for the Cavs are looking really bad right now. One of my overlock on the Lakers is looking pretty bad. Oh, right don't now. worry, one. I'm on that <laughs> bitch with you, bro. <laughs> but um, give me a little bit of time to pull up the document. But if you want to start anywhere, Max, go ahead. Let's start with the Lakers, man. I'm not going to spend 15 hours on the rust stuff because, I mean, well. But have have the Lakers been as we you know? Let's, you want to try to touch every team? Let's try to touch nah, most. Of them. I mean, we can jump yeah. over wherever. We yeah, we're gonna jump. But let's just try to get a little bit of everyone. Are the Lakers as dysfunctional as we thought they'd be? They have hit a new level. This shit is ridiculous. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, come on, dude. Try to firing a coach we just won a championship with. Like eight game, like twenty games in, without your second best player and this crap player you forced down his throat. Like Frank Vogel's, uh, like ten shades of black away from becoming Brian Flores. We're getting fired for doing a good job <laughs> most times. Like I just think it's stupid. Like I'm not comparing the two and the what's been happening. I'm just saying they're gonna make this fool a sacrificial lamb. And he's gonna have to die for this Lakers team. We signed Kendrick Nunn. Juan, have you seen him yet? No. Tht's looked wow. Thanks. That's probably the worst for- contract given in the NBA. Honestly. That was he's fucking been bad. He's the king at making a like 99 cent move and finishing with one penny. And it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> what what's the what's the saying? I can't even think of it. Dollar move, penny finish, what's it called? Yeah, I, I get the gist of it. That's a good one, yeah. though. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, we were right about AD getting hurt. I'm sure we said that at some point. You gotta yeah. love it. I, I didn't. Bad. I didn't think LeBron was gonna have this good of a season. I didn't think so. I, I thought LeBron could coast, but they're like, no, let's get yeah. you going. Let's ride you to this thing. That just goes to show you that the Lakers were just wrong and and totally like didn't we bring in Russ to like right? Home? It was for that main reason. <laughs> it's not working at all, no. man. Getting Lakers suck. Yeah, definitely wrong on that narrative. I I thought they were going to compete for at least a a great regular season team and be in the mix for the one seed. I'm fucking totally wrong. They're 24 and 27 right now. (laughs) They're the ninth seed, bro. I mean, they're in the playing game technically, but how long is that going to last? The Clippers have a better record without Kawhi and, and Paul George for most of the year. And the Clippers... They're in a weird gear, I feel like, dude. They have nothing to look forward to. <laughs> they got Kawhi coming back next year. Yeah. He might come I back. I think it's this just year. the it's just weird. This like Paul George is gonna be out for the year, probably. So, like what? What do you do? Just develop Reggie Jackson some more? Zubak? Yeah. Terrence yeah. Mann. They have some fun young guys like Brandon Boston, but just it's just I feel like they're in a really weird spot. Yeah. Dude, talking about dysfunctional, I think are the Sacramento Kings, can they go down as one of the worst franchises out there right now? Yeah, 
and you picked them for the over. I fucking know, dude. I just seen that right now. <laughs> 36 the, wins for the- <laughs> What the hell was I thinking? Their head coach has been fired. That's looking good for me. You have five you have four guards to play two spots. I just don't get this team, man. I don't get it at all. Like they've been talked about as a Ben Simmons guy. They'll take t- Ben Simmons and Tobias talk about putting a band-aid on a gunshot wound. Yeah. I just don't get it, dude. Like, what? I, okay, I, so what's what's the out here? Like, how if you were the GM of the Kings? No, if you were the GM of the Kings, Max, what would be your first order of business? To, I got to trade Marvin. I would, I would rebuild. Start from. I have Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. So, uh, what's your first move? Buddy Hield's gone. Buddy Hield, Harrison Barnes, Bagley, Rashawn Holmes are all gone. Trade them all. You wouldn't trade De'Aaron Fox. I, that one I, I like D Fox, so I keep him. But if you want to go with that, if it, if you were the GM and you want to do it, I don't blame you. I think Halliburton's a lock, and I you know I trade Davion Mitchell too. Fuck it, why not? What the fuck's he gonna do? <laughs> so I you like just total blow up. Like you're blow it up, baby. I mean, I, it's crazy to talk Fox. about blowing up a team that sucks. Like what? What? Like what do you see, man? Like you have no friend. You have a bunch of number twos and number threes. Yeah, and it's scary to think. It's scary to think that De'Aaron Fox's stock is at an all-time low. I think he's a classic. He's on a shit team. He's a better asset on a different team that has a winning environment, and he don't know nothing other than this dog shit team. He is just yeah. I I just think. When you're when you play for a shit organization, like the poop, the shit just winds up rubbing off on you. Like his game has progressively gotten worse the longer he's been on the on on, on the Kings. It's just, bad. It's also two one in crunch time. I don't think he's the type of guy I want giving the ball to. Like, yeah, I don't. If there's a certain matchup dictates it, yeah, we'll give it to him, but. De'Aaron Fox taking your last shot. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really know about that one. And he's got a nice jumper. He's like, he has an oak, like he's got good mechanics, but the three point he's shooting 25% from three down from like 35%. Yeah. I believe it's just, if I'm a team, if I'm a team like the, like, let's say like the jazz, like a team like that, where like they're borderline, they got a couple injuries now, uh, you got to look at the Kings to fucking trade, dude. So many teams need to call up the Kings. Oh, yeah. Like, you, there's so many players on this team that can help out other teams. Harrison Barnes, Buddy Heald. Looking back at it, I'm kind of glad that the Lakers didn't pay Buddy Heald all that money. So you happy with Russ? I hate Russ, but yeah. <laughs> look, if I if I was the Sixers, I would trade De'Aaron. I would trade Ben and Tobias for De'Aaron and Harrison Barnes. I think that's a win-win for both teams. At least you get. No, go ahead. I was saying Ben Simmons needs to go to like the equivalent to Orlando, so he's not under a microscope every fucking second of every day, and he can he can love the two-hour flight or hour flight to L.A. that he takes to see his model girlfriend. He'll love it. He'll love it. He he got enough money to afford the G the G six jets when he gets back to getting paid, not fine nineteen million dollars. So yeah, this team it's just. You can't, they can't keep treading water. They keep you got to either you got to swim or die, yeah. sink, whatever. And I hate to break it to you, Max. We are not going to get to every team. <laughs> I know, and I know. Down. We're gonna no. We're, I just want to touch on. I just want to go everywhere. You know, we got to try. Like we don't got. I said the magic, so we're good. I so said their name. so, um, looking on the brighter side of things, let's get off the fucking keys. The keys are <laughs> <See>? <laughs> all right. They're like okay. the shit mark. They're the shit mark of the NBA. Let's be real. That, I Aren't think they on your perfect. teams that you'd kill if you could? Yes, yes, yes. Can can I tell the teams I would kill? Yeah, just really it. I like it. And we can talk about uh, some of these. Okay, so definitely the Sacramento Kings. They're on that list. Can, hold on, before you kill them, can you like talk about like why you'd kill teams? Like, I mean, like, would you kill a team with a championship? Like, what's like there's the, too many uh, teams? There's just no, I think like what's teams. like what's the requirements for a team not to be killed? You can wipe out in history and no one will care. So Including if, their like, fan if Orlando Magic, <laughs> if the Kings had one championship, you'd still wipe them. Yes, depending <laughs> on when they won it. 
Okay. It's like 1962. We'll yeah. It's like, come on. All right. Like, keep if going. you're a storied franchise, but you suck, like the Knicks, Knicks are the exception. Like, <laughs> and I understand in the NBA, you're going to have teams that suck. Well, you, you know, know you I mean? can't get killed if you're in a big market. Yeah. Exactly. There exactly. You go. I got you. Okay. Bro. Look. Okay. Um, yeah. Sacramento Kings, gone. Get them out of here. <laughs> New <laughs> Orleans Pelicans. Get them out of here, bro. First of all, <laughs> your your team name sucks. Second of all, you're owned by a guy that owns a football team that doesn't even care about the basketball team. Mickey Loomis doesn't give two fucks, bro, about the New Orleans Pelicans. Let's just be real. Your best you guys mess up. Not even you guys manage. Team. You guys manage to mess up Anthony Davis and potentially Zion Williamson. Uh, what is real one? The city of New Orleans is messing up Zion Williamson for other reasons. <laughs> Too much gumbo. No one in New Orleans <laughs> care, and it, no one cares. No one cares in New Orleans about the Pelicans, bro. Like no, absolutely nobody. If I was a Pelicans arena, executive, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me get this out there. Your arena is called the Smoothie King Arena. Like, come on, my guy. Not a good place for Zion, bro. Not a good place. <laughs> If I was a if I was a Pelicans president, I would go to every fucking restaurant and be like, "You cannot serve this man." I would get this fool Zion banned from every restaurant, get his ass on a treadmill, fix his knees. He's too good of a player, and I know I joke about his weight, but like I just want him to be healthy, dude. No. I want him to be healthy and on the court, not unhealthy and in the freaking buffet line somewhere. Come on. Yeah, I can't wait to see Zion. I really do, but I got two more teams. Okay. Minnesota Timberwolves. You guys have never won a championship. You guys will never win a championship. Kevin Garnett was the only good thing to come out of Minnesota in their existence. Literally. You guys are probably going to ruin Anthony uh, Carl Anthony Towns' career and Atman Edwards. They're freaking terrible, dude. No one cares about the Minnesota Timberwolves. They may care about a player that's good, but no one gives a damn about the Minnesota Timberwolves as I'm wearing a Minnesota Timberwolves jersey. Shout out to Juan. <laughs> but, I mean, KG was literally the only thing that has came out of Minnesota that has, has been good. Oh, my God. That's one of the toughest looks that's one ever, ever taken. Nobody gives a <laughs> shit about the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay, last team, Washington Wizards. My God. No, no, come on. You Magic. got No, no. What's wrong with the no. magic? Why can't why do they get to stay? I'd rather keep the magic than the wizards. Why? For Disneyland? Yes. Dude, they've been around since the 90s. The fuck do they need to stay around for? They got too much history, though. They what got history? Two, two finals they got appearances? Shaq, they got Shaq. They got Dwight. I think that's just history. You even say Penny, asshole. Penny, too. I mean, Shaq, I'm saying the Shaq teams in general. Like Baby Shaq. Yeah, Baby Shack Day. Like, Shack for four seasons. Plus, their uniforms are pretty cool, man. What What do the fucking Wizards have? Why? Sh- tell me right now. If you were the commissioner, Max, give me give me your case to keep the Wizards. Why Why should we keep the Wizards besides Michael Jordan? Gilbert Arenas, Agent Zero, <laughs> John Wall. That Get dance was pretty fire. <laughs> Moses Fuck. Malone, Spencer Haywood. Some, the bullets were cool. Spencer like Haywood. Okay, bullets are different, but these are the Wizards. But that's the same team, asshole. Wizards, bro. If you're going to do that, let's bring back the, the bullets. How could the Pacers stay? Because people in Indiana need a Pacers team. That's all they stay. got. Yeah, that's all they got, dog. Come on. <laughs> that's all they got. The Wizards. They, they don't even, so, okay. So and Orlando needs to stay. That's a big market. Orlando, like, what? Florida needs multiple teams. Bro, you th- you're talking about Miami. You're talking about Florida. You're not That's about what I mean. Like Florida, Florida <laughs> deserves multiple teams. Okay. So you're saying the Wizards fans all have to just become Washington Commander fans, basically. Basically. Come on. <laughs> basically. Those so are that, the four okay. teams, though. All right. Is I'll there like anyone them. else am, am I missing? I'd seriously consider the Magic. Uh, you can't kill Detroit. Detroit's too good. That Like, you can't would. kill Cleveland. You can't kill... Uh, I used to say the Hornets back in the day. I did. I did. But I swear, since they got LaMelo, you're all good. Honestly, (laughs) you could have killed the Cavs a little bit back in the day. But no, I think they deserve to stay. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a good place. To... What about the Thunder? You want to kill the Thunder? No, Thunder, they've been good, man. Like, they're solid. They're solid. Like, they've been a pretty good team, a majority of their franchise. Right. They've been a button-up, like, type of organization, too. Okay. They draft good. They don't give out crazy contracts. They're not in the media a lot. That's <laughs> the Westbrook contract, you idiot. <laughs> that I mean, can players. you blame them? I mean, now? Now I can't. Can you blame them? They traded them. Yeah, they did get they rid of They them. got a first-round pick for them. Hey, yeah, exactly. And hey, Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. <laughs> win a playoff berth. I mean, they're not doing that bad. Once they realized they fucked up, they fixed it right away. <laughs> like a good organization does. They did. A lot of the teams you mentioned are like just catastrophic teams. Like that's just been just royal so fuck ups. The royal. Kings are the worst ones, I think. The Pelicans are like they had some decent teams, but like the Wizards, for instance, like they started off to this year ten and three. World's on fire. We're the best. Kyle Kuzma. Wow, I just had to get him out of Lakers, and now they are just hemorrhaging games. I think they're they have lost like fifteen out of like twenty. Like they're twenty three and twenty seven. If anything. I I legitly think this though, like I find no, I know you abso- do, yeah, absolutely insanity that people are thinking about adding teams to the NBA. I think that is fucking like insane to me. Well, I think because people always say, "Oh, there's like, like the, do you think in the NFL like eight? I think every playoff team can low key win a Super Bowl in the NFL. NFL is just different. I think they're yeah, so, no, but I'm saying it's because the talent pool is so different in the NFL. Like, there's like. Like 15 good players on every NFL team, you could say. Like 15 yeah. pretty good players. And on the NFL, on the NBA side, there's like four good players. And then it's like role players. And it's just like, I think if you broke these four teams down and put all that talent on other teams, it would just make shit so much more competitive yeah. and so much more fun. And you what, think about like, oh, damn, we drew like a 60. We don't want to play them. And they're actually good and can win. You know, that's just yeah. the nature of basketball in a sense. Besides, oh, be, besides the Patriots. You know, and even them themselves, they haven't been as dominant as people think. And I'm saying that because there was a 10-year stretch where the Patriots didn't win a Super Bowl. But they were dominant to the fact they were always in it. So taking out the Patriots, there's always a new team in the mix for the NFL. Like winning it or like being good. In the NBA, bro, for decades now, it's been... Maybe what three teams max? Lakers, mm-hmm. Celtics, Spurs, and Spurs. You could throw really in well. the Heat, and then now you throwing, can probably throw in the Warriors the way they look. You can throw in LeBron, it's going on, and it's going on like a decade for the Warriors. I think you know what? Can we let's talk about the Warriors? Can we do that? Yeah, they start off the year on fire, though, don't have James Wiseman. Kaminga's banged up. Clay Thompson, we're just waiting to hear from him. They just come out on fire. They look like the best team in the West. They have depth. They've got like they got guys you think could be like a scrub, like Juan Toscano Anderson, who's just a dog who just plays Doug out of his contest mind. Participant. <laughs> <laughs> they got freaking Jordan Poole. They just have so many different guys. Draymond Green's an All Star. He should be an All Star. I don't know if he is. And then you have Curry breaking records. And Curry's been bad for the last month and a half. He's just not shot the ball well. But what do we always say, Juan? Stats don't always tell the whole story. Steph Curry, there's three guys on him. Anytime he comes off a screen, he makes it so easy for everyone on that court. Yeah. Steve Kerr's done a great job. They were 39 and 33 last year. They Their over-under was 48 and a half, Juan. They're freaking 39 and 13 right now. So I think we're good on that front. Plays I would say back. this though: Wiggins yeah. is an All Star, bullshit. Wiggins, that's, but that's he's sick. been playing really good. Yeah, they don't even have Wiseman back. They're second overall pick. You mentioned Clay. I've been shocked by him. I thought he was gonna be good. Like when he came back from the injury, I thought he's he's he has like exceeded my expectations for him. I didn't think he was gonna look. He's not playing like great, but this good. Well, I think the 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 bar is definitely lowered for Clay. Like, so let's just say Clay, like in his best day, was a nine. Yeah. And then he take two years off of injuries. I think I was expecting like a five, just like see like a five. He's been playing like a six and a half, which I'm like, wow, pleasantly surprised. I mean, 
he's taking a lot of shots, no doubt. And the three-point percentage isn't even that great. I think he's shooting like 30% one. But yeah. you know they're going to start falling. Like yeah. the looks, he's looked enough like Clay where you're like, yeah, right. He, he can work his way back in. Yeah. And I, to me, the thing with Clay one's always going to be, can he stay healthy? Because these are two catastrophic injuries. But again, it's not like his game's predicated on athleticism. Yeah. Not like, oh and, shit, this burner right here, Clay. Yeah. Talking about, you know, dominance, I think the most underrated team right now in the NBA has to be the Suns, dude. They're 41 and 9. They're three games above the Warriors. And no one is talking about them. Really. They had like the little 20 game win streak. How much how much was it? Like 18 or 19? It was 18. I think oh, they're on an 11 game win streak right now. Yeah, they have they've won 11 straight. And no one talks about them at all. Like nobody. I I don't hear enough Phoenix Suns talk. And no, they're 41 and 9. I can you think of another under the radar team like this besides the Spurs maybe? Maybe the Bucks I think right the most now? I take the most underrated team I've seen was the year that the Miami Heat had that incredible year on the East. And no, 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 not that year. Sorry, scratch that. The Warriors year, the Warriors year when they went um, the the historic year, and the Spurs were the second seed. Oh, and no I one talked was, about them being good. No yeah. one talked about, but they were fucking really good. They they just weren't historically good. I, I, I think don't the think, Phoenix Suns are like that right right now. I just think it's crazy because they're the one seed too. It just seems like we're just used to it after the start of the season. And maybe this is a good time. I was going to bring this up. One, it's just if we were going to make a true contender in the West list, who would be on the list? Because be I think right now the two teams you just talked about are the top two teams, and I, I think it. it goes anyway. And maybe you kind of lean towards the Warriors because they don't even have their team yet. Like they got people coming back. Clay's coming. Clay's back, but now he's getting into form. Yeah. And for the Suns, it's just Chris Paul does it. Devin Booker's gotten better. He's shooting better off the dribble from three. DeAndre Ayton is just being the best big man for modern basketball he can be. Yeah, Mikael everyone, Bridges. Everyone talking about last year. This was that was probably Chris Paul's last chance. It's looking like he's going to have another opportunity, no, man. I think the real contenders are those two, and maybe if you want to throw in, the like Grizzlies. to me, man, the Grizzlies are fun. They're really yeah, good. Really, Jaw Jaw's had the best year of a guard so far, just like with everything happening. Yeah, like I know Steph Curry set the fucking record for threes. I got it. That's awesome. That doesn't mean yeah. he's having a better year than somebody else. Yeah, but like, let's just talk Lakers. I mean, they're, they'll be a dangerous playoff team if they're healthy, but I, I don't see it with beating these two teams. I think these two teams are like, so let's make it, let's do a tier list instead for contenders. I think the t- tier one is Warriors and Suns. Yeah, the Grizzlies are out that tier. I really like them, you know, but. And I put the Jazz, honestly, I would put the Jazz under the Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies are their own little tier. And I put the Jazz, Mavericks, and Nuggets in a tier. And then I put everybody else who's like, you don't really have a shot. Like, I would say. The Warriors and Suns have a 40% chance to come out. The Grizz have like a 20, and everyone else has like a 5 or 10% chance. Yeah. It's like, it's just crazy to me. Like, yeah, the Mavericks are looking good with Luka. They're playing defense now, even though Luka showed up at 260 didn't, and just hasn't been his offensive self. But yeah, there's just something missing from those teams. It's just like, they're not it. Like, and I think the regular season matters. If you're going to win a championship, you establish all that shit in the regular season. That to me was always a problem with those Cleveland teams, the one with LeBron. It's like, we never lock in on defense. We'll just do it in the playoffs. It's like, will you? Right. Will you guys? And the thing that's crazy, besides one team, and that's the Philadelphia 76ers, I think it's been an absolute joy for the NBA so far that it's not really star-driven. And I say that to say this. The number, the top contenders are not controlled by one player. Like you just said, like a Luka Doncic or a Giannis or a LeBron. LeBron James. A lot. Look, you look at a lot of the top teams, Chicago Bulls, 
who's the 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 number one guy for say? Like, no, they're just a really good fucking team. Got to be Alex no. Russo at this point. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're thirty. I agree with you. Thirty. It's, yeah, they're, it, it they're, seems they're, like the top two teams. One, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you, no, being an asshole. It seems like the top two teams in both conferences are teams. It's yeah, not. Legit. It's like four guys who can get twenty on any given night or fifteen. The exception being the Sixers, I think they're a little more Embiid centric. Like, I would say the top dog on those teams is like, like the thirty percent Embiid's forty, and it's yeah. kind of like LeBron and AD are like eighty percent of the Lakers, right? And it's just like it's just when cool I'm to see thinking, this. when I'm thinking of the best players in the NBA right now. Like KD, where is he? I know he's been hurt, but the Brooklyn Nets, sixth seed. Giannis, fifth seed. Um, Jokic, sixth seed. Luka, fifth seed. Like, these are top NBA players. Best of the best. And they're not even cracking the third spot. It, it would just kind of be a it'd be a downer one because we've seen this so many times. Like remember the Atlanta teams that were fun when they had four All Stars, and then they meet LeBron James in the playoffs, and it's like yeah. oh shit. So it'll be cool to see how this translates to the like to the court in the playoffs because even the Heat they're not a team that's just Jimmy Butler. They got Hero, they got right. Robinson, they got Bam out of Bio, they got a bunch of guys and the Cavs surprise of the year. That would be. The surprise of the year for me so far. Evan Mobley's been a godsend. Darius Garland has been great. And maybe losing, you know, maybe losing Colin Sexton, it's not a big deal. (laughs) And we said, like, and I put storyline number one pick incoming. Could not be more wrong. I'm going to eat so much crow with the Cavs. I just didn't know how this roster would look. I didn't think playing three seven-footers would look so good. And I didn't think Garland or... Mobley would just be the game changers that they are. And it's just, right. again, like you said, they're a team. They're a team. Yeah. You got complete teams. And I love I love the building of a lot of the the squads right now, man. Like the way that everyone's construct, constructing their own team. Because like the Denver Nuggets, bro, how good is Jokic? Jokic has. MVP level. Again, dude, even MVP better. level, man. Like he is amazing, and they're the six seed. Why? Because his team fucking sucks. There's they don't have much around him. I mean, I get it. I get that there's a lot of injuries for the Nuggets one, but I don't think those guys being there would change my outlook unless Michael Porter took a leap. And Michael Porter didn't look that good, and it's kind of scary. They just gave him a hundred million dollars or like two hundred million dollars. No. It's just. I like that you brought that up, though. The narratives kind of changed from LeBron, star power teams. And let's be real. There's stars on all these teams we're talking about. Yeah. But the style of play is so team-oriented. Like the Warriors, they've been a team-oriented like a team oriented team. I know that's redundant for a while. It's not just like we got to get Steph 50 shots. Or think about the Rockets one. How the fuck did they play all those years? Harden and Paul, Harden and Paul, take turns, da-da-da-da-da. You know it's what? I like that. I would say it's not the narrative of – we get three max guys, garbage everywhere else. Role yep. players everywhere else. Mm-hmm. That's that's a really good way to say it. Yeah. I would, t- and you, you don't see them. What the only team that has that and has an exception because I do think they're really good, but just a lot of crazy stuff is happening with them. Are the Brooklyn Nets? Like I get it. Like Harden not in the best of shape. Kyrie's bullshit right now with him not only only playing road games and then KD being hurt. They're the exception. Like, I do think the Nets are really good still. But that's it. Like, everyone else, complete teams, man. And I I like to see it. Because everyone says that the NBA lacks parity sometimes. I think this year, that's one of those years that it does not lack parity, man. I think a lot of teams are good, and they're doing it a different style. I agree with you on. And I think right now we should do some superlatives if that's okay with you. Yeah. And I kind of started with the Cavs. Who's the mo- what's the biggest surprise of the season? We can say a player and a team. So I my team was the Cavs. What would you say? Um I would say the biggest surprise is 
Probably the Memphis Grizzlies to me. I mean, I thought they were going to be good, but I didn't think they were going to be 35 and 18 at this point. No, I agree with you. They have a lot of young players, and I I didn't think John Moran was going to take this big of a leap. He's that would be to... my surprising player one. John Moran yeah. took a huge leap. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't even have been mad if they were, like, the sixth seed. Like, I would find that as success. Like, <laughs> the third seed is fucking amazing to me. And... It's just great from the Grizzlies, man. And just, I, I would say, I, I agree with you with the Cavs. Like, the Cavs shocked the hell out of me. And I just love, I love Manuel, uh, Evan Mobley. Yeah, you would love him coming man. out, too. And, we, yeah. you know, what we should also say one, we should also say the um, the Bulls, huge surprise, man. Expect them to be good, but not the number one seed. And I know it's early, yeah. but they've looked the part. And they're going to take a little bit of a step back because they're so banged up. Yeah. But... It's been great to see. And how about and on the other side one, the most disappointing team? I got a couple right now. I got the Knicks. I got the oh my god, they were I was gonna say the Celtics. I'm so disappointed in them. And the Pacers. <laughs> the Pacers to me have been so fucking trash. I can't believe how bad they've been. Yeah. Pacers have been a shocker. Celtics, I would disagree. I would I would love to know my over under on them. I got I you. would hope I picked the under. Over. <laughs> I picked over. Jeez. Yeah, you also. I, yeah, I went under. I'm. I'm glad you went under because, like, their roster just sucks. They're not good. It's Jason Tatum and Brown. That's it. Like, they don't have a point guard. They don't have a big. They suck. Like, it's bad. I. I'm. I'm really not that surprised on where they are. But who else? Who else do I see on here? I would say the Philly, man, them being 31 and 19 and with all the bench shit going on, like. <laughs> oh, they're, they're a surprising team, you're saying? Yeah, surprising. Okay, no, I thought you were going to say they're disappointing. I'm like, huh, what? Okay, no. no. So any you got anyone else for disappointing, though? Um, Don't Lakers, yeah, 100%. Dallas. I think Dallas. I think they're on the cusp, Juan. I think they're on the cusp. See what they like, bring. There. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the Timberwolves not being complete garbage. Surprising. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hawks. Oh, yeah. Big. Hawks. Yeah. Big Hawk energy. Big Hawk. Yeah, they're fucking trash. <laughs> they're not that good this year. Man, I just think Trey, they've kind of gone back to their old ways. And yeah. it's just kind of weird. It's, it's kind of weird to see. Good thing we both took the over. You locked it. But... <laughs> Yeah, Hawks have taken a step back in a bad way. Sheesh. Man. Is that uh is that it for the uh No, I guess I got other ones. Uh biggest rookie surprise or best rookie. Oh, Evan Mobley. I think so too. I liked yeah. what I've seen from Cade. No. Jalen Green's had some moments, but Evan Mobley looks game changing as a rookie. Yeah. Yeah. Most disappointing rookie. Jalen Suggs. I mean, I'm not disappointed because I said I don't I don't like this guy yeah. coming out, and he's been pretty bad. I know he's been injured, and he's a rookie, and it's not – being bad as a rookie doesn't mean you're going to be a bust unless you're Anthony yeah. Bennett. Right. You know, sometimes rookies just get off to a rough start, and that's what happens. No. And my last one is most likely superstar to be traded before the deadline. Superstar, huh? Or star player. Star? Okay. Yeah, he'll be – I'm going to say Jeremy Grant. It sounds like he's going to go from the Pistons. I don't know how you will qualify that as a superstar or star, but he's a good player. Uh, I think he's good as gone in Detroit. That's a good one to pick. I was going to say, I think Harrison Barnes is going to be on the move, and he should be on the move. Yeah. Most definitely. Uh, I think that's going to do it, man. We're 59 minutes in. I like the the time stamp that we're at. I enjoyed the NBA talk. I enjoyed the NFL talk. Sorry, uh, every team we didn't get to talk about. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, come on. Some of you guys I just want to give you one. Of, I picked the over for the Magic. I'm really scared. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, all they have to win is 12 more games, but they're 11 and 40. I don't think, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> as long as Mobamba's there. But um, Mo. 
we're we're oh, gonna let you guys go. Make sure to hit that subscribe button if you guys are new to the channel. Hit the like button. Helps out tremendously. We've been killing it lately, man. We've been averaging about thirty five plus views on our videos. Um, you guys are tearing it up in the audio section. All our Spotify and Apple Podcast listeners, don't forget to write a review for us. Five star rate us on the Apple side and for the Spotify side. Don't forget to subscribe on there. We're always dropping daily content, man. We are grinding, okay? This week, grind don't stop. Sunday, even though there's no games, we will have a surprise NFL video for you guys. I don't want to tell you guys just yet, but just be on the lookout for that. We'll Max be back. on watch the Pro Bowl live. <laughs> no, we're we'll not. Be back. We'll be back next week on Wednesday with our pickums. We'll do a big Super Bowl preview. But, um... Think of this week as like a little mini bye week. All right. Talked a little bit NBA. Didn't really have, we didn't want to talk Super Bowl two weeks early. So catch us on Wednesday and then Sunday uh, recap, man. We'll see what happens with the Super Bowl. Next Wednesday's all Super Bowl, all hour, two hours. It's the biggest football <laughs> show of the year because it's about yeah. two teams, baby. Yeah. I can't wait, man. Hey, but, it's not the worst Super Bowl matchup we've ever seen, oh, by the no. way. That's bullshit. Everyone's saying that. That's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait. It's I not the Eagles this. and the Raiders. Come on. That it's not the Chiefs the and the Niners. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no Brady, no Chiefs, no Niners. I'm I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. Joe Burrow. All right. Who day? Hashtag who day. Hashtag anything our house. Else, any, anything. <laughs> that was it. Let's go, man. That was for the Rams. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the Rams. Oh, man. We'll see you guys on Sunday, man. Peace. Peace.